Welcome everyone to Do Well and Do Good. You're here because you have the desire to create financial freedom, but you also want to make a powerful positive impact on the world. This podcast exists to tell the inspiring stories of men and women who have achieved both, people who do well and do good. I'm your host, Dorothy Ilson, and I'm here to help you discover proof that individuals have the ability to make a massive impact. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 89 of the podcast. It is Thursday, which means that I have another one of our solo episodes where it's just you, me, and the mic. If you've been listening to the show for the last couple of weeks, you know that I have been sharing the lessons that I learned from my experience at the Millionaire Mind Intensive here in Chicago. One of the topics that was discussed at this event was leadership. And I think that this is something that is really critical to talk about because the reality is, is that if you want to achieve your goals, whether it be in your personal life or in your business, you have to be a leader. So we're going to talk about this specifically from the perspective of your business. And really the question that you need to ask yourself to start here is, are you a leader in your business or are you a manager? See, you likely started a business because you wanted more freedom, more time, more flexibility, you know, the the ability to live life on your own terms, to spend your time the way that you want with the people that you want, where you want. You created a business because you wanted more out of life. But what happens far, far too often is that you don't create a business, you simply create a job and a pretty intense one at that. Now, this is something that I am no stranger to. You know, you grow a business and then you find yourself working 80 hours a week for yourself to avoid working 40 hours a week for someone else. But that's not how it's supposed to be. We aren't meant to be slaves to our businesses. In order for your business to truly give you freedom, you need to grow a team. You need to surround yourself with people who are working towards a common goal so that you can transition from this place of being the business to being the business owner. Now, I mentioned that this is something I'm familiar with. And to be frank with you, you I'm in the middle of this transition right now, and it's tough. It is really, really hard to give up control, to trust people to you know do things to the same degree that you would do them, to empower people to make decisions, to make mistakes, and to grow from those mistakes so that they can better serve the business and your clients or customers. But see, even though these things are very, very hard... If you are in management mode, if you're avoiding these challenges of leadership and instead being in this place of managing every aspect of your business yourself, executing on every aspect of your business yourself, you're holding yourself back from your goals. If you ever want your business to provide the freedom you want and the wealth you want, It's necessary to lead and grow. You can only go so far on your own. And I've really experienced this firsthand. I started 2018 last year 
at full capacity in my agency, effectively doing everything myself. And I ended 2018 in much the same way, at full capacity and doing everything myself. There was very little growth in my business in 2018 because I was really just so resistant to growing a team, to getting help and support, and to delegating, to you know, starting to offload things from my plate so that I could free up more time to work on my business rather than in it. And so I really had to wake up and recognize this as the serious problem that it was. So over the last six months so far in 2019, that has been my main focus is making this transition from being the business to being the business owner. See, you can only go so far by yourself and you're going to hit your max capacity just like I did. And once you hit it, your business is going to stall unless you're able to make this transition into an effective leader. So I want to share with you some of the things that I have learned over the last couple months and that I learned at the Millionaire Mind Intensive about how to operate as an effective leader. So what does an effective leader do, first of all? The answer is that your first job as an effective leader is to replace yourself. That is the only way to get out of the weeds, to be able to work on your business rather than in it. You need to create systems around the things that you are doing regularly and then delegate those systems to other people. This really is about documenting, you know, taking all of the things that occur on a regular, semi-regular basis in your business and putting that process down on paper in immense detail. That's going to allow you to hand that to someone else and for them to be able to follow that system to execute on the task at a high level of efficiency and effectiveness, really, which is what it's all about. In order to delegate successfully, you have to set people up to be able to succeed. You have to set people up to be able to do things to a very high level. And it's by systems and processes that you're going to be able to do that. So once you have started to create some systems and delegate those systems, it's really just about continuing to repeat that process until you have systematized everything that happens in your business. Now, once you've done that, you're going to have a team. You're going to have a group of people who are executing on these systems that you've created. And so from there, you need to follow what was referred to at the seminar as the 50-50 rule. So this is about spending 50% of your time on yourself. I spoke in last week's solo show about why it is so important to work equally hard on your mindset as you are on your business. And it's the same thing with leadership. When you spend 50% of your time on yourself, developing your skills and your mindset as a leader, you can then spend the other 50% leading effectively. So that's tip number one. Number two that I want to share with you is 
that you can't avoid confrontation as a leader. Now, this is something that I've really been working on in my personal life, identifying the fact that you know I really do avoid confrontation at all costs. And it has been something that has held me back. It has been the main reason that I waited so long to surround myself with other people who could help my business to grow. But you can't avoid confrontation and be an effective leader. If you allow conflicts to go unresolved, they're just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger until they become a monster, until they become a cancer in your business. On the flip side, though, if you address conflict early and often, then it will never have that chance to develop into a bigger problem. Part of this is remembering that your job as a leader is not to be popular. Your job is to lead. So in conclusion here, I want to encourage you to stop operating your business as a way to make a good living while running yourself into the ground. Instead, start treating your business as what it is, a vehicle to make a fortune. If you're struggling in your business, I hate to tell you this, but it is your fault. When I was struggling so hard in my business, it was my fault. All throughout 2018, it was my fault. Your business's bottom line is your report card. And if it's not where you want it to be, then that is your signal that it is time for you to learn and to grow and to develop into the leader that you have the potential to be. I hope that you got value from today's episode. And if you did, I encourage you to share it with someone else who might find value from it also. Screenshot it, put it up in your stories, or just directly send the link to someone who you know needs to hear this. That is the best way to support the show and to help me spread this message. And I am so incredibly grateful. So with that, thank you for listening and I'll see you back here next week.